Okay, welcome to the first episode of Bush League Beauties. The beginning, here we go. We're starting it off. I got Jade Munley here. Uh, my name is Devin Roeder. Uh, a little bit about myself. I'm a hockey player from Lincoln, Nebraska. Grew, grew up in Nebraska, played a little bit of juniors up in Wisconsin. Uh, pretty much just been traveling around the world for hockey and having fun with it. Yeah, uh, I'm Jaden. Uh, I got the same background as David. So I started playing <clears throat> hockey when I was young. Uh, went to go play juniors at 16. Um, after after that, did a year coaching and and uh, now we're here. Now and we're now here. we're now we're from, starting a pod, from, podcast, and everyone's gonna be fucked. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, me and Jaden grew up together. We kind of distanced ourselves a little bit from when we were playing. Uh, he's he's got his little life in Minnesota right now, but he'll be back in Omaha. So we're going to do some in-person interviews as well as uh, some uh, online ones, like we're doing right now. But I think we're excited for this. And I mean, what we kind of want to cover is NHL all the way down to beer league. So I mean, if people listening are out there, if you got beer league stories you got beer league posts send them in we'll post it and we'll get her going from here but i I think we got some good stories yeah we want to hear we want to hear some good stories some good beer league stories want to hear from all the people out there you know don't 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 be afraid to shoot us an email oh yeah i mean we're we're big fans of spitting chicklets i mean i've i've listened to episodes on the road when i'm playing coaching just literally just get my mindset in hockey and Kind of now, we're like, fuck it. We talk hockey enough. Why, why not do our own? <laughs> but I will. We'll get into a little bit. Uh, right now, we're just going to do a little bit of NHL predictions. I mean, I think everyone already knows who I'm going. Like, there's no no question right now. <laughs> right? They're in the finals. I mean, we we got the patch. We got everything. So, I mean, I'm a little biased right now, but. Well, we won't start with the Central Division. We're gonna, we'll jump right into the Metropolitan. I mean, you got Carolina, Columbus now adding Johnny Goudreau. I mean, you got Brent Burns on Carolina. That that adds a big defenseman. New Jersey. I mean, they're young. They're rebuilding. Islanders. I mean, they didn't really add too much this off season. The Rangers. Uh, I got a bold prediction for them in a sec. But I mean, just losing to Tampa Bay in the conference finals, and you're. Stanley Cup Finals, you're all right there. It's just tough. Philly, I mean, you got John Tortorella in there now. I mean, he's going to be a good coach to turn them around. I mean, Pittsburgh, you got the big three. You got the big three. You got Malkin, Latang, Crosby. That's a tough team. Washington's, they're always up there with Backstrom, OV, Oshie, and they got some young guys coming up. But, I mean, for the, that winner right there, I mean, I don't know. I, I got My bold prediction is I swear the Rangers are going to get uh, Kaner. Kaner and Panarin on the same line again. It's going to be Rangers winning that division and, you know, taking it over. I mean, you got Columbus with Johnny Goudreau. We'll see how he's going to make an impact down there. You got Carolina battling, but, I mean, even Pittsburgh. I, I got It's going to be Pittsburgh and Rangers, I think, just up there. Oh, man. Uh, I see what you, what you did there with uh, – Kaner and Panarin uh, uh, being together. You got to get the Breadman uh, and Kaner. Come on, Rangers. I mean, I would love to see him uh, in an Avs jersey to piss off every Blackhawks fan there is. But you know, I got to respect him. He's going to go for a win, and he's going he's going to go somewhere he thinks 
that he can win a cup. And I mean, when you have a, when you're on a line with Panarin again, I mean, you never know what's going to happen there. Yeah, he Kane definitely wants uh, wants to start winning. Uh, he's just not getting that uh, in Chicago. So I I agree with you. I definitely think um, his his time as a Blackhawk is uh, coming to an end. Um, but uh, for the Metropolitan Division, you know, I got uh, I got the Carolina Hurricanes uh, uh, at first. Uh, Seth Jarvis, Sebastian Ayo, uh I think uh, they elevate their play, you know. Uh, Brett Burns, he is uh, an offensive defenseman. He holds the most points of uh, any other defenseman on the NHL since 2013-2014. Oh, so not a big deal there. Yeah, I got, got a big taking, deal. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I got them I got them taking the Metropolitan New York Rangers behind them. <clears throat> um, they... You know, it's hard to put this together, but they are a young, experienced team. Uh, got a lot of players in their prime. Uh, and, I mean, they got the best goalie in the NHL, Igor Shesterk. I mean, he's a, he's a brick wall. Uh, I think it's really, it's really hard to find uh, any flaws in their roster. So, got them in second. second uh, and then right behind them, got the Pittsburgh Penguins. I mean, you got the big the three. Pittsburgh you got Penguins. the big three. I mean, you got Gensel as the fourth, so you know it's tough back there. Uh, and then uh, uh, and then Washington Capitals in fourth. Hey, that, that's a good. Uh, that's a good solid you know, four right uh, there. Yeah, uh, I mean Washington Capitals. They got a, a few players on IR. Uh, uh, Nicholas Backstrom, Carl Hagen. Uh, Tom Wilson, uh, but I'm, yeah, as soon as you uh, get those guys just, back, they're you know, just right back in it. Exactly, uh, <clears throat> but they have brought up you know a couple players to fill those roles. Uh, Dylan Strong, uh, Connor Brown, but uh, and then they got Darcy Kemper from the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he's gonna do there. I wish uh, Kemper nothing but the best, but you know. I don't know. You, when you have Av D in front of you, it makes it a lot easier. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> but Washington, you know, they 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 find a way to win. They find a way to put them uh, themselves in the the playoff. Oh, run, you give you know? Ovi a spot and you feed him. I mean, you're gonna get five goals just right there. It, oh my God! How long has he been scoring goals in the Ovi office? Since we At were kids. Since we top, were kids. Top circle. I don't understand how one person can score the same goal over and over again for then years. Then you know exactly where it's at. I mean, he's why just going to rip it. Hope. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, I mean, so you got a solid four there. I think my, my only comes to fruition if uh, Kaner goes to Rangers. I, I'm, I'm saying it. if he goes there, it's going to be tough for him. I got So I got Rangers one. I think Carolina will be two. I think I might agree with you just switching them. I got Pittsburgh at three and – I don't know if, if Islanders figure it out, I mean, they can be a contender up there battling with the uh, Caps, but I think the Caps beat them out. But, yeah, I think just that flip-flop of uh, mm-hmm. Carolina and Rangers. and I mean, it'll be it'll be, it'll be be a little bit weird to see Johnny Goudreau in a Columbus jersey, but, I mean, we can't count them out. I mean, they can find a way to win, and now they got a goal scorer there. I mean, 
it's going to be they're going to be interesting to watch. I, I might put them at five or four. I think they might be caps, but you know I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Columbus Blue Jackets. I'm going four. They're they're beating out the Caps. The Caps. I mean, like you said, they got the IR now, so we'll okay. see. But eh. right, Atlantic now. You got Boston Bruins. I mean, they're always just a they're always in something. Boston just always finds a way to get some guys. You got <laughs> Buffalo, Detroit, Florida, Montreal, Ottawa, Tampa Bay, and Toronto. I mean, it's a, it's a tough division in the in the Atlantic. I mean, damn, Toronto's third line six eight, six three, and then I think it's like six five. Like they're just massive some in big Detroit. Boys. I mean, you got Boston. I mean. They're kind of falling off towards the end. I mean, they're kind of losing all their prime guys that have been there for so long. But, I mean, you got Pasta. You got McAvoy. They're, I mean, they're always going to find those guys that can just battle and find a ways to win. And I mean, you have a rat in Bergey, and you just know somehow he's going to find his way into a game no matter what. I mean, Florida's adding Kachuk. They're, they're adding some guys. You got Montreal now adding everyone. And then they add a player like Kirby Doc, and that's going to add some – skill guys there and when you get this first overall pick and you i'm gonna i'm not gonna butcher his name but i respect the guy he's definitely up there i i don't want to butcher his name right now but when you put him on a line with cole caulfield talk about ov shot that kid just has a cannon ottawa adam drew oh yeah i mean you got tampa bay tampa bay i mean they lose some guys this year due to free agency but you know when you got vasileski in the net i mean He's, he's going to win you some games, and then you got Toronto. I mean, it, that's a tough one right there. I'm, I want to go Toronto at one, but I, I don't think they're going to do it again. I mean, you got I don't know if Matthews can get 70 goals again to help him win it. Uh, you got Matt Murray back in that. That's going to be something new to see. I mean, is he going to be able to be the same Matt Murray that was in Pittsburgh when they won the Cup, or is he going to be the Matt Murray we've seen kind of recently? So, I mean, I think – I hate to say it because I don't want to see him in the finals again. I think I think Tampa Bay comes out of there with a the win. You got Boston at two. Uh, you might. Get, I, I'm pretty sure Florida might might squeak past Boston towards the end. But like I said, Boston just finds ways to win. So I got Tampa, Boston, Florida, and then I mean you got to go Toronto. You got to throw Toronto in there. It's Ottawa's going to be tough though with Drew. I think he can lead those guys with Debrinket and everyone and that young core. You know, I am uh, uh, as a as a fan of Drew's. I'm excited to see what he does. Uh, uh, it's kind of a new scenery for him uh, again. I mean, he went to Florida last year at the trade deadline, but now you're now you're with some young guys that can score, and then you got Kachuk, who's just going to be leading everything, and Drew's kind of going to be that second guy there. Where it's your team, but I'm here. I'm the vet. I know what it's going to take to do some stuff, and you know Kachuk's going to listen to him. Yeah. Yeah, he brings he brings that experience. Oh, yeah, but I, I got to put Toronto at four. It kind of depends on the goalie situation, but you know, if Toronto can do it, I mean, they'll be they'll be set up pretty good again in playoffs. So you never know. See, I got a uh, I got Toronto uh, leading the division oh. in first. Uh, I know, I know, <laughs> it's. Uh, they just they know how to score. They outscore all the problems. They you know they're not as strong in the back end, but but they put the puck in the back of the net. That's what they're really good at. Uh, like you said, uh, Matt Murray, he 
he has some pedigree. You know, he's, he's, he's done a, it before. Uh, yeah, he's, he's done, done it before. The, yeah, he's been the league. The only thing, the only problem, you know, I see is uh, just kind of his past play. Uh, you know, he has a, he, he's been plagued with injuries. Um, <clears throat> I think he only played like 30, 30 some games last year. Um, but uh, uh, his backup, Samsonov, uh, I think in uh, I think we'll uh, be able to kind of step in after. Uh, uh, Murray's out because I don't see Murray last in the full season there. <clears throat> but I think Samson will be able to come in and uh, kind of help tighten up the pipes for the for the Maple Leafs and uh, help carry them to to the playoffs. <clears throat> uh, I got I got the uh, Panthers in second, like you said, to ch- Chuck there. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Tampa I got for third and Boston in fourth. Uh, the Bruins, I mean, like you said, they're not. Uh, they, I don't know. You don't really know. Like you, you like they've kind of been losing. You know, going downhill. But I think you just you'd be a fool to write them off. You yeah, know, they, the, the Bruins know they how to play win. that style of they game where they're gonna to win. beat you down and then just bury a few. With I mean, Pasta will sneak a few in, and Bergie will just piss you off. I mean, they're just tough to play. Yeah. Yeah, and like you know, they do have two like arguably starting goalies. You know, you got uh, Linus Lomark and Jeremy Swain, Swayman. Uh, both, you know, both will be battling. I feel like most of the year for the uh, starting spot. Uh, I do have Brad Marchand out, uh, but I think uh, that uh, uh, Pavel Zaka will be able to kind of step up and be. Uh, that goal yeah, you got McAvoy out till December, but as soon as he gets in, you know he's coming back strong and ready just to get her going. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> uh, so for I guess after Boston, I got Ottawa in fifth place. You know, coming in with that wild card. Yeah, you never know with them. It, it, it'll be kind of weird to see how they all mesh because I mean, when you add a guy like Debrinky, I mean he's going to put up points, and then you add Drew. Oof, like they're going to be dangerous, but. With that young core, they kind of just got to all figure it out and work together there. Mm-hmm. All right, next, next we got the Western, the Central baby, the Avs division again. I got the Avs going. You know they're going to be winning it. I got them. I got them going it. I got them division champs again. I got them going at one. Then you get. I know everyone kind of talks about how Benner hasn't been consistent during the regular season but i mean you see him at playoffs just that was the series right then and there if he didn't if he doesn't go down that abs blues series is definitely going to be seven and with benner you never know i got him at two dallas i mean they're i don't know they got to figure it out they got a great goalie now but i mean sagan and ben i mean they just got to figure it out get her going and get back to what they used to be but i think i got i got to go I think I'm going to go Winnipeg at three and then Dallas at four. I mean, you got Chicago in there in Arizona. I mean, I I would love to say Chicago is going to try to make another run, but they traded everyone away, and now they're going to – my prediction, they're going to lose Taze and Kaner. Like, Taze, I, I, I've heard this rumor mill, rumor mill, you know, Taze to the Avs. I, I've been hearing it now. I don't know if that's true because I think he'll go somewhere else just do uh, some cap issues, but you never know. 
So, I mean, if you add Taze to the Colorado, I have, oh, that's dangerous. That's a center right there that you can throw anywhere. But I, I don't know. I think, I think Chicago and Arizona are going to be battling for last place. And I hate to say that because if Chicago's had a great run, and Arizona's rebuilding right now. They got some dangerous rookies that are going to be coming into the league here soon. But oof, I, I, those two, if Chicago can start rebuilding and get some picks for Kaner and Taze, I see them jumping back in it. And you got Arizona, that's just going to be, uh, they'll be scary in a few years. Well, maybe once they get an NHL rink, they'll be scary again. I mean, when you're playing at ASU, I mean, <laughs> he might be packing 3,000, but you know, you ain't, you ain't bumping in there. It just, it, I mean, it's college rink. You know, they're they're gonna have some fun there, but oof, damn. (laughs) Oh yeah, that place will be bumping. It'll be a wall to wall pack. I mean, the atmosphere will be pretty cool there. It'll be like Uh, a college game, uh, but you're you're also like in the NHL. You think you'd be able to like maybe get a few more in there, but nope. (laughs) No, no, not for. uh, I would argue. one of the last place teams, you know. I got them. I got I got Arizona and eight. Uh, uh, like you said, like you said, Arizona and Chicago Blackhawks. I think uh, I think they'll be battling for last place. Uh, I heard it uh, before. Uh, but both those teams, it's like they're trying mm-hmm. to lose. You know, they uh, they're they're fighting for that last place to you know try to build up some picks. Uh, I mean, Arizona has four second-round picks lined up in the next three years. Um, <clears throat> like we talked about earlier, Patrick Kane, you know, he wants to, he wants to win. But uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, so I think we'll be seeing him leaving. Um, I like the Bob like Tays playing in uh, uh, Colorado. I yeah, you got two Tays there. You got Devon Tays, yeah. and then now you got Jonathan Tays. Just, just works. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, uh, <clears throat> but uh, I got to say, so in sixth place, I got Winnipeg Jets. Uh, uh, fifth, the St. Louis Ooh, Blues. Big um, drop off. <laughs> I got them. I got them. Yeah. To me, they're a middle-of-the-pack team, you know. The, uh, they really aren't what they used to be. Uh, it'll it'll be kind of weird to see if uh, Tarasenko gets traded. I know there were talks last year about him wanting out, yeah. and now that they made that playoff push, ooh, I mean, it'll be kind of something different to see, maybe. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, for uh, uh, fourth place, I got I got the Dallas, I got the Stars. Um, <clears throat> you got uh, Jake Otterberg. I probably butchered that name. Uh, hey, we're, we're but, hockey uh, players here. We, we, we never went to great schools, you know. Too many concussions and hits to the head. Uh, yeah, there's a little day in Bramage. I'm probably reading at a third grade reading level. And when you start, you know, putting letters and numbers in a, in a name, it's a little <laughs> hard to read. But, uh, uh, yeah, well, they got they got one of the better uh, goaltenders in the league. Uh, I think they have a strong defenseman. They got some uh, big boys back there. Um, the only thing I think they needed to, you know, start doing more is lining up that scoreboard. Uh, uh, but but then again, the, the Dallas Stars are also another team that just nobody wants to play. Uh, uh, <clears throat> for uh, the third place, I got um, I got the Nashville Predators. Uh, 
the the Preds had a pretty solid season last year uh, uh, for, you know, being in the rebuilding phase, uh, making it to the playoffs. I don't think this year will be any different for them. <clears throat> they want to, you know, they want to be like, that hard-to-beat team. I think they're doing a good job of that. They got Nino Niederreiter there. <clears throat> he's, a, he's a big pickup for them. He's you know, a solid all-around player. Bring some depth to the to the lineup. Uh, Duchesne and Forsberg, Forsberg, sorry about that. Uh, they both had 80-plus seasons last year. Grunwald, a solid setter between the two of them, had 60 points. <clears throat> uh, their second line is is pretty good. You know, Ryan Jensen and uh, uh, Tolvanen. Uh, and then uh, I think they, they got a, a, an underrated D. Uh, I mean, you got Yossi up there. I mean, he he can uh, he can run a whole team and a whole power play, a whole line, just anything he wants to do out there. That was kind of my sleeper too. I, I it was either going to be them or uh, St. Louis. I got up there just because they both play that same way. Like you said, they're going to get right in your face and hit you, and just be that tough team to play against. But I don't know. I, I just don't think it, uh, they can do what they did last year. I mean, they barely kind of sneaked in last year and. When you got when you got Benner, it just if he can get hot, I mean he's just tough to beat, and I I think he's gonna get hot. I think he's gonna get a little bit pissed off after last year with uh, Kadri and him, but we won't talk about that yet. No, <laughs> but I mean I think he's found his game again in the playoffs, and I think he was ready to go. And to have that kind of taken away from me, I think he's gonna have that edge where he's he's gonna be leading the Blues. Oh man, yeah. I just I don't I I don't know. I can't see the Blues. You know, I can see them. You know, making it like like as a wild card. But I don't see them. You know, being up there in in the division. Uh, Just the the Central Division is pretty tough. You know, it's been good thing growing. Like, but you know. To make you happy, I do have a Colorado Avalanche. Uh, there we go. Yeah. We've converted him, boys. He's not yeah. a wild fan anymore. <laughs> uh, uh, now, probably not going to repeat, you know. But uh, uh, I'll let them take the division. I can, I can, I can get behind that. Uh, <clears throat> they have had, you know, some significant losses this year. Yeah, I mean, when you had a guy like Kadri with eighty but, points, almost a hundred points again. Oof, he it's gonna be tough, and you got Kemper now lost, but yeah, yeah, Georgiev. If I probably butchered his name, I'm a little excited to see what he can do as a starter. I don't know. You come off the Rangers, like you said, behind come uh, behind Igor. I mean, that dude's just a brick wall, like we said. I mean, he he might be in the next top goalie that kind of just takes over the league. But you know, I don't know. I I think Georgiev can come back in and help the team. I mean, you got the Avs D that are just gonna make. Everything nice for him. You know, honestly, I don't like me Kemper. I don't know if he was like a total loss for for uh, your team. You know, he's a solid goaltender, pretty average. Nothing, nothing special. And uh, as as we've seen before, you know, the Colorado Avalanche can win with a not so great yeah. goalie. I mean, he did let some kind of questionable goals in in playoffs, and I was just shaking my head going what are we doing so i mean i still think i saw the best goal ever when mckinnon just goes coast to coast through everyone and just rips it top top shelf 
I think I'd scream so loud. And then to see uh, to see them lift the cup, oh, that brought a tear to my eye, you know? <laughs> oh, I was really hoping that they would take it at I, home, man. I was really hoping I, that they would take I, it I, I had a weird home. feeling. I wanted to. I wanted to have the Avs, like, faithful to at, in Denver, mile high, win it. But I had a weird feeling. I was like, Tampa's yeah. not going to go away if they get – they get the quick bounces or the lucky bounces and a quick one. I mean, we're going to be in, in for a long night and kind of just went that way. The abs weren't getting the bounces. And next thing you know, going back to Tampa. But I mean, we were a road team. We were always winning on the road. It was definitely a weird time to be at home because then it's like, do we win it here? Or are we just going to go win it on the road? But you know what? They pulled it off. And I was happy about it. No, I knew it. I knew it. It's like if they, if they weren't taking it at home, they were definitely going to take it. Tampa. There was, I don't think there was any doubt that the Avalanche were going to take the Stanley Cup last year. Once they, they got past, it home. Uh, to the conference finals, I was like, oh, this is it. Here we go. I mean, McKinnon, McDavid matchup. I mean, he, the, building up to it, building up to it. And then he just go, boom, it's over. Made it through it. And then next thing you know, lifting the cup. I think I was – drinking beers all night celebrating had a few too many woke up at home going oh no uh, but uh uh even though i got your uh the abs taking first i got the wild right but right behind them taking second you know that's a the wild their playoff team you know uh this offseason uh all right there they just this season, I, I got a good feeling they're going to be, do a good job of lighting the scoreboard up. Uh, they could tighten up their, de- their defense. Uh, Flurry, I think Flurry needs to start playing. Like, Flurry, uh, yeah, he's had some. Like he used to, you know. He's get, had some bad yeah. games this past couple couple weeks or the couple days. It was as bad. Oh I think it's fourteen goals already. Yeah, the other night he let up seven goals to the Kings. Right. Yeah, it, it'll be a weird. It'll be a weird one. I mean, it's Flurry though. He'll find a way somewhere down the line. I mean, I think I saw Zook was. Yeah, he's got a warm himself. Up. I think it was Zook when he's just going out there going, "Yeah, we we kind of been playing D like it's juniors," and it's like, "Ooh, that that's a shot to the team. Like we probably should figure it out there." But I mean, all right. Well, next we got the Pacific Division. You got Anaheim, Calgary. Calgary's going to be a little bit different this year. I don't know. You don't have Johnny Goudreau there. I mean, that was your goal scorer. I mean, you had Kadri, but it's kind of going to be weird to see how his game transitions to there. You got Edmonton with McJesus. You just know they're going to be there. LA's kind of putting on a show right now. They're they're settling down, and we're like, we're, we're old, but we ain't done yet. You got Seattle adding in some uh, players this offseason. I mean, you, still, you take Grubauer from me. I think I was a little happy by that. I, I didn't trust Grubauer in the playoffs, so they can have him. When you take Burkowski, uh, that that hurt a little bit. But, you know, you got Vancouver there. You got Vegas. Vegas without Robin Leonard, though. I don't know. It'll be kind of weird to see how their goalie situation can kind of see where who's going to be number one and two there. Uh, San Jose, I mean, that it's rebuild time for San Jose. It's getting everyone out that you can, unfortunately. And I'll, I'll give a good shout out to my dad because he's been waiting for a Stanley Cup uh, there, and uh, he didn't get it with Jumbo Joe or uh, Joe Pavelski and Patty Marlowe. And it's just now, Dad. Sorry, you're getting a rebuild year again. 
shouldn't have traded for Eric Carlson. But and then I mean, so I my number one is Edmonton. I mean, you make the conference finals again. I mean, you're gonna be there again. You add a goalie like Soupy. I mean, every everyone loves Soupy. You can't go wrong with that guy. I was watching the All or Nothing on the Toronto Maple Leafs when he was there, and uh, him and Freddie and Soupy's just a character. You, you just gotta love him. I mean. He he had some bou- uh, tough bounces, kind of when he was getting in in the NHL, and now he's kind of figured it out and having a great time and playing well. I mean, you take Toronto as far as they could. I mean, he was the reason we, they got there. I mean, you have Austin Matthews scoring, but like like we said earlier, you got to keep the puck out of the back of the net, and Soupy was that guy for him. So I think you add that there, and you got him at number. I got Edmonton at number one. You got, I think you got a close call with Calgary right behind him, but it would be kind of. I think they're going to need some time to figure out and get some chemistry again with Kadri. I mean, Kadri's coming from the Avs, winning a Stanley Cup, getting his ring. I saw that. That was a nice little touch. Those rings were oh, beautiful. And then you just – even the box, the box with the <laughs> video in it, oh, just beautiful. But, yeah, I think with Cal, uh, Cal, or Calgary, they're going to have to find their way a little bit, make some chemistry, and then I think I got them right behind Edmonton. I would love to say I got Vegas in three. I, I just don't know how they're going to do without a goalie. It's going to come down to who's going to be able to take their starting position now with Robin Leonard out. I think I, I got them at four. But I think the the surprise is going to be L.A. I think they're they're going to bounce back. I got them at three. I think they're going to have a year this year. When you, got, when you add Kevin Fiala, you got Jonathan Quick. I mean, Quick, he's been looking like he's he's back and he's ready just to show you he's not the – old timer in the NHL now. You know, I got a I got pretty similar uh to what you got here. I got Edmonton first, like you say, the soup just, you know, kinda shares things up for them there. Uh I don't think anything will, will be changing there. Um uh, Calgary in uh a second. Uh <clears throat> Uh, losing, uh, even though losing uh, Goudreau and uh, Chuck, uh, <clears throat> uh, they acquired three pretty good players. Uh, I mean, you had Kadri. He's just gonna be that rap for you. I mean, he kind of, kind of, he kind of takes that Chuck role, and yeah. he can find the back of the net with pretty, pretty good. I mean, he had overtime winners that no one saw in the back of the net. And then you just see Stamkos just kind of grab it and throw it on the ice, trying to sneaky. That was a good one, Stammer. But I, don't know, I think he kind of fits that uh, two-game style that they traded away in Kachuk and Goudreau. So it'll be kind of weird to see him there. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, and uh, uh, then I got Vancouver fourth. Uh, I don't think anything's really changed much for them. Comes down to uh, uh, staff changes from the, from his last season. Uh, if anything, they perform well. Canucks and the Kings, pretty interchangeable to me uh, in the standing. Uh, but uh, uh, I got the the Canucks uh, fourth and the and the and the Kings fifth. Uh, okay, yeah, kind of similar. Uh, I was I want to see Vegas back in the playoffs. I mean. Mm-hmm. It's just now going to come down to their goaltending. If I think it's Casey Thompson, if he just takes it over, I, I could be butchering his first name. Unfortunately, I'm not the biggest Golden Knights fan yet. We'll be doing a little bit more 
deep diving into each team's a little later during the season, but you know, it, it depends on their goalie. Without Leonard, I mean, without pretty sure Panda was his nickname. Without Panda, it's going to be tough back there. That he carried a big load and definitely was working his ass off to keep that starting job. And unfortunately, this off season had to get surgery and out for the year. So it'll be kind of weird to see how they can kind of work their way in. Yeah, and uh, I mean they got they got Eichel there too. Who's uh, you know he he knows how to find the back end a little bit, which helped them. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing them uh in the in the uh, playoffs. Stanley again. Cup, I'm not too sure, but you know there was some team to watch. Yeah, I don't know about the Stanley Cup. I don't know about that one, but it would be nice to see them. Uh, uh, yeah, once they traded the away Flurry, it, it was kind of tossed up in the air. It's like, ooh, was this the right move? I mean, it kind of hasn't been. I mean, Flurry's play mm-hmm. hasn't been the best, but he, I think he'll. I mean, it's Flurry, it's Flower. He'll he'll find his way back and kind of get her st- started again. And he'll, it, he'll, he should be good. I mean, it's Flower. He's Stanley Cup winner. Not a big deal. Just a couple times, you know. So I mean, he'll. I think he'll find his way back to kind of just. <laughs> playing flower power but i don't know vegas is just gonna i I think oh damn i think it might be logan thompson i'm butchering thompson's name unfortunately but i don't know with them and eichel i think they can score don't get me wrong but now can they keep the puck out of the back of the net yeah that'll be be the big challenge for them i will we'll we'll go right to the stanley cup now i mean playoffs we're gonna it's gonna come down to Who's going to get the lucky bounces? We all know it. We've all been there. You've hit some crossbars. You make a good save. You get that nice little bounce right to your tape. But I think if if the Rangers get Kane, I got them getting past Tampa. I got Avs, Avs going back-to-back. I mean, it, I might be a little biased, but when you got a guy like Kale McCarr who can just run anything, Nathan McKinnon, Gabriel Landeskov, Miko Rantanen, I mean, you got the – core group there that's just gonna be able to play against anyone match up against anyone you got Devontae's. i mean the abs are just they they've rebuilt really good and i think it's now the time where they're taking over the league rather than tampa doing it all year so i, I got abs going back to back but i got them going against the rangers i, I want to see the rangers kind of make it i think be kind of good for that organization they've been battling Ever since uh, Lundqvist left, and I mean, you draft a goalie like Igor, and he's gonna—he stepped in, he filled the role, and definitely has shown he's a NHL caliber goalie who's gonna be hopefully up there for some uh, Vesnas. But um, I think you got—I don't know—it's gonna be that toss toss up between Rangers and Tampa again. I got—I think after last year, the Rangers are gonna do it, and you had a guy like Kaner. You got you got them in the finals against Avs and Avs and. Six, I think. As in six, I'm going it again. Yeah, you got. I mean, I, I would say it's no surprise you got uh, the abs, you know, <clears throat> repeating it. But uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, <clears throat> I got a. <clears throat> I just. I don't. I don't. I don't see them being able to pull pull off. Pull that off. Uh, I got a. Uh, <clears throat> I got the the Canes taking it. That's my pick. Yeah, Canes. Okay. Damn. So, uh, I mean, still a good pick. I mean, 
obviously we all know in playoffs it's going to come down to who's getting the lucky bounces and who's just playing better hockey at the time. But I mean, it's I, that Av group. I just it's I think it's going to be tough to play against them. You get the two I think best D or I guess the best pairing and uh, Kale McCarr and Devin Tays. I mean, it's just tough to play against and seeing McCarr like battle with uh, McJesus. I mean. Seeing him being able to transition and not have to worry about McDavid's speed, I think oh, that just gives you a big edge in that in that Western Division, and it's just I think that what that's what gets them over the hump again. I, I would love to see McJesus in the Stanley Cup. I think he's going to get one one day, but I with McCarr, it's just tough. He's he's he can do it all. Yeah, he's a stud. He is a stud, but. Speak, speaking of winners, how about this? The goat head jersey is back in Buffalo. The old black, silver, and red logo is back. If, if you're not hot, happy about that, you have never seen the jersey or the logo then, and you might be dead. I mean, because growing up in the 90s and the early 2000s, you're not a drug, in the 90s yeah. and early 2000s, that was the jersey. Everyone was just like, oh. I mean, mine, it was the abs. Don't get me wrong. You got yeah. the Mighty Ducks back then, too. But I don't know. The the Buffalo head jersey was just – it was definitely up there for all-time favorite jerseys. Oh, yeah, I love that they bring the, the go-ahead jersey bag. It's a, it's, a, it's a sweet, you know, it just – you reminisce. I mean, the 90s, that was a good year. They, 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 uh, they started it in 96. That is a good year. Uh, yeah, it lasts in ten years, you know. Uh, I mean, you got you got Don McCaffrey in that jersey and Ryan Miller. I mean, two solid goalies. I mean, <laughs> and I just I think the it's just what the, what the, the kind of the simple changes that they made made to it. It's gonna be a good yeah, they, clean. I mean, they didn't bring the exact logo back, but they. I mean, they didn't tweak it too much where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, they ruined it. They just tweaked it enough to where it would fit in now in the modern era, and it's just like, oh, it's clean. It's it's the same thing, but it's just a little bit cleaner, so you can't go wrong with it. But, I mean, speaking of jerseys, the jersey ads, this, this is kind of a hot topic in hockey because if you don't know it, know about it. I mean, go look at Russia and the KHL and everywhere in Europe, and you see ads everywhere. I mean, I'm not a fan. I think I have more respect for Edmonton and, I hate to say it, Detroit. Uh, I hate to say it. But with them going, yeah, we're not doing a jersey ad, I mean, I got to respect it. I love it. I I was okay with the helmets. I mean, that's fine. You're not really seeing it. But with the jersey ads, I don't like it. I hate it. I I really do. I don't want to be the KHL. No, no. I think the the, the sweater is, is it's sacred territory. You know, you can't you can't be throwing advertisements. Well, it's almost blasphemous. You know, uh, I don't even like the the, the helmet ads. It just it's stupid to me. I, I'm not a fan of it. I I did some googling. I did some internetting, and uh, I uh, <clears throat> I was just goofing around, uh, looked up, like, what's the average price, you know, for uh, an NHL ticket? Comes out, came out to be a mm-hmm. hundred bucks, okay? And then, <clears throat> and then uh, 
uh, like a, a beer, a beer at the Seattle Kraken's game. Yeah, it's almost twenty bucks, bucks. Like everywhere, it's ridiculous. You know? And us, and us, pretty much beer leaguers now. That's all it we can is, get I, now. We got to drink and be able to watch, and you're making us yeah. charge <laughs> arm and a leg. And, Right, and I, I, so, so then I went as far as to look up, you know, what the average price of a hot dog was at an NHL game, and I couldn't find anything, but it, it's almost like mm-hmm. you have to take a small loan out to take your family to these hockey games, and I know that, you know, that they're, uh, they're not the ones that are getting all those proceeds, they're, they're the, the ones that are setting all the prices. But I feel like they're getting a little greedy, you know. Why? Why do you need the jersey advertisements? I mean, you got we got the boards for a reason. You got ads there. The big corporate money. Yeah, and oh, I didn't. I so <clears throat> I haven't really watched hockey uh, uh, for a while. You know, I'm kind of just getting back into it. But uh, I I didn't know that they had like the the animated oh, yeah, uh, boards yeah. or whatnot. <laughs> that I I saw that and I like got shit a brick. I was like, what the hell is going on? Or I was like, how do they do that? You know? Yeah, except if you if you see that one, I just, I think that one was, Edmonton game where you're missing half a player and someone's head. I mean, that's kind of where you better figure it out with the or with the electric boards ads. But I mean, right? I I think it's just getting out of hand. They just you know they're getting greedy. But I mean. I think there is one bad. one jersey ad I do like, and it's the Leafs milk one. So when they go plissy, or when they go missing in the playoffs, just go look on the back of a milk carton, and you'll find the the Maple Leafs right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was funny. Uh, uh, you can't drink milk without yeah. a cup, you know. Oh, that uh, the knee slapper. I don't know. We'll, we'll see if the Leafs even make. I, I, for all our Leafs fans, we we know a couple Leafs guys that are they just always talk. They say it's their year, so if we give you a hard time, it's out of love and it's out of respect. So don't get too butt hurt. But I mean, do do the Leafs make it out of the first round? Do, I think we got to cover that. Do they do they go missing on a milk carton and everyone, no one can find them, or do they make it make it past for the first time in a while? I mean, I. I want to say they do. Oh, I, I I want to say they do, but it's it's tough. They they don't have that veteran leadership yet back there. I mean, they had it in Jumbo Joe, but it, with him being gone, I don't I don't know if you have that. I mean, Tavares hasn't really made it that far in playoffs. Hasn't made it to a Stanley Cup, but I I think I mean you kind of have to say like this would be they finally do it. I mean, they have the talent. It's just who are they playing against now to where they got to match up. And are you, are you going to get That's Matt Murray? True. I think the old one or new one. Mm. Right. <clears throat> yeah. The, if, if they're going to do it, it's going to be this year. So, uh, Leafs fans, there you go. You get a little, they got the people to do yeah. it. There you go. Leafs fans, you get, you get your, you get your little, uh, playoff push here from, uh, Bush league beauties, you know, We'll, we'll still chirp you, give you a little bit of crap, but hey, we're, hey, we're saying you guys make it past the first round and build off it. Maybe, make, maybe you make it past second, but we don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear you in our comments chirping Absolutely us back. Yep. I don't. I don't. 
I swear, Leafs fan. I don't see him making forest, a pass. I, I, I'll give him. I'll, I'll give him the first round, but I'm not giving him the second round. That, that's being fair. generous. That's fair. Give him the first round, but. but. And then, I mean, going back to the jerseys, I mean, we get another year of reverse retros. I'm, I'm a little skeptical because I hear uh, Avs are going to the Colorado Rockies style. It, it, it'll be weird again to see, but I mean, I'm excited to see them. Like you got, I think, I think Buffalo's doing something different. They're not doing the goat head's going to be their third or alternate. So I don't know if that's the reverse retro or not. Mm-hmm. But I mean. It'll, it'll be kind of cool to see some new jerseys again. I think that's always a plus with the NHL and what they're kind of doing because you get NFL now with new helmets. Meh. You get the NBA that have like yeah. 10 different jerseys, and now you're kind of getting the NHL. They're, they're kind of putting some nice jerseys out there. Like last year you get the Avs Nordique ones, Oof, best ones I think. You get kind of get I – don't, I don't know how I felt with uh, the Mighty Ducks jumping out of the ice. I mean – just bring back the Mighty Ducks uh, 90s jerseys, and I'll love it. But, I mean, I still love them. I mean, you get that old-school duck again. But I, I want the Mighty Ducks jerseys. we got to bring them back one one year. But I did, like, I, I think Absolutely. so my top two were either uh, Colorado's number one, but then I liked Arizona's. I liked those purple jerseys. They were, in my mind, they were they were pretty neat. They were, I mean, it's a good throwback. I mean the one, the sleeper pick for this year, Islanders. I think they're bringing the Fisherman logo back, so that'll be up there this year, I think. But I don't know. I'm a little excited. I don't. I don't know what's going to happen. I tried to do a little research, get a little sneak peeks. Nothing really is coming up, but you know, I'm a little excited to see the Fisherman back. Yeah, I haven't uh, really been able to find anything uh, either, but uh, I think it will be. I think it would be sick to see the the Islander the <clears throat> fisherman jerseys. But uh, in honor of uh, you know, let's talk about the retro jerseys. I had to throw this little bad Not boy on here. Toronto St. Pat. There you go. Hey, Toronto's getting a yep. good shout out. They got a jersey. They're making it past the first round, and then they're gonna go missing on a milk cart. <laughs> yeah. But I I just I think it's cool that uh, the NHL does this. Uh, I think it you know brings a little bit of history to the game. You know, teach, it, br- teach, it brings uh, some fans, excitement because you, know, you kind of were like, what's uh, what's the jersey thing. gonna look like? What like am I gonna want to buy it? And right. then you see it and you're like, is that's gonna be the toss up? Is it a yes <laughs> or is it a no? I I mean, I wanted the Nordique Nordiques one, but you know, I had to get the Stanley Cup one. For some reason, the Nathan McKinnon jersey doesn't come with an A. I think they make you buy it. So, I mean, I might have to go get the A patch, get that uh, sewn on there. Yeah, but I was, I was a little like, I was like, yeah. it doesn't come with the A, and I'm looking at it. It's like, no, okay. So I might go spend 16 bucks just to get a patch. But, I mean, I, I'm excited for this year. The Rockies one, I don't know how I'm going to feel about. It's going to be weird to see blue, red, and yellow on an Avs jersey. I mean, you got to love the – you gotta love the logo though. It's a throwback. It's a it's a historic logo for Colorado. But you know, I don't I don't know yet. I gotta see. I gotta see it. They need to bring the Thank foot you. back. They need to bring the they need get, to bring the foot back. Get rid That's of the feet. I, I like the logo. I mean, it's a nod to your flag. Bring back the Yeti foot. That was one of the best logos too. <laughs> All right for ne- for next year though, we we kind of talked about this in the. Who we think in the predictions? Where does Connor Bedard go? This kid is 
fucking unreal. I think he has ni- 19 points oh, in God. 10 games. And then you see a video of him actually laying the body just telling the kid, fuck you, sit down. I mean, this this kid is unbelievable. <laughs> I, th- I think he's going to be a big star in the NHL. I I think uh, it's tough to say because you got San Jose right now rebuilding. I mean, if they trade some guys, they can always kind of drop in that. But I think, I mean, you got Chicago and Arizona. Arizona with the young rookies that are going to be good coming out of it. But you add another guy like Connor Bedard there, Arizona is now in it for a while. But I, th- I think I, once you lose Taser and Kane, I think Chicago kind of, I hate to say it, you finish in last, but I think you get Connor Bedard. It'll be kind of weird to see the NHL picks again because, you know, somehow you might you might end in dead last and somehow get the fifth pick. So Blackhawks fans, be, be a little skeptical because you, you, you're hoping the draft and the draft lottery goes right for you. But I think you guys get Connor Bedard. Yeah, I don't. I just. <clears throat> I don't think. Uh, uh, I think. Or I think that the the Blackhawks they're gonna. It's a race, you know, between uh, the Blackhawks Coyotes. It's a race to finish last in that division, it's, you know. Or, it's or how late can you trade? T- to, how late can you trade Taze and Kaner and see if you get that first pick? If you trade yeah. them early, you're, you're gonna have a little bit more losses. You trade them late, you never know. I mean, those are two guys that can win you a hockey game. Yeah, and I think that yeah, and that you know, and it would be in their best interest to uh, you know go out there and win a hockey game. They're they're trying to leave. They don't want to be there anymore. Yeah, you, you but, hate to uh, say that. I mean, um, I know they wanted to end their careers there. The they signed the big contracts, but signing those big contracts hasn't really paid off for the Blackhawks. I mean, they had a long list of guys that were on those long term deals. Had to trade some of them away due to cap reasoning. So I mean. That's where you kind of got to be careful. I'm, that's why I was a little scared with the McKinnon deal. I mean, he, he's he been a f- fucking champ, like signing the team-friendly deals so they could win a cup. I mean, he finally got his payday. I'm, I'm extremely happy for the guy. He's done so much for our organization. But it, it's those uh, big deals that can either hurt or help you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I, 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 you know, I'm just I'm seeing Connor Bernard, uh, Bedard uh, wearing a Blackhawks jersey next year. I think that's well, where he's going to end watch up. Watch somehow he ends up somewhere somewhere else just due to the draft lottery. I don't know how they do that thing with it. They always try to keep it lock and key. But I mean, it's it's just weird to see like when the Avs were even on dead last and somehow got like the third or fourth pick. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's where we drafted Kale McCarr. So I mean, I'm not upset anymore. But like. I mean, it, it's weird to see like them not be able to get the first overall pick for how bad some teams are, and that's not saying it out of spite, but and that's not saying it high hopes. Like I hope you guys lose. You just want to see a team succeed. You want to see them get their best overall pick and help them rebuild their franchise because everyone loves hockey. We all want to see teams do good, no matter you. You never want to see an organization just suck for a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've seen it with, uh, um, you know, the Penguins, the the big three. You know, you got Crosby. I mean, it's that's just, <clears throat> like once once his body goes, you know, once he's done playing, once uh, Malkin's done playing, uh, the Tang. That's 
they'll be in a, a rebuilding mm-hmm. phase, you know, too. It's just, it's kind of like how the game goes. You know, you try to build your team up, you know, the best that you can. I do, I do like how NHL 23 <clears throat> has the Penguins winning the Stanley Cup. I mean, I could see that, I could see them doing it. I mean, they've got the guys <laughs> to win a cup, but it's also, I don't know, do, do they do it finally again and after how long? But, you know, it's not too bad there. Yeah, man, that's a team full of dinosaurs there. Okay, we got some weird news, though. Have you seen Seattle Kraken's mascot? Yes. I is it, So is it like a new thing to try and be as cringy I, as possible with I don't know. your mascots? I mean, you got, got Gritty. I like Gritty. I don't got, mind Gritty. Gritty Gritty's it. kind of a funny thing for the Flyers. I mean... He, for some reason, Gritty makes it work, and I have no idea how. But you know, he makes it work. The troll, I have no idea how they're going to make that work. That is, you had like the best opportunity to do a kraken, do a squid head, do something like hell. You could even done a pirate. You're the krakens, like you. You got how many pirates that have gone after all these like sea creatures? Do something like that. But no, you do a fucking troll. Like, are you just troll? Are you trolling the NHL? We yeah. don't have the worst mascot. It's like fuck. <laughs> Honestly, is the <clears throat> they missed the they did not understand the assignment. They missed the mark. Um, it, it, it was a, it was about a miss, yeah. about a hundred yards to the right or left or somewhere. It, they they were looking at something going. Oh, this would be so good, and now it's like. Oh damn! We could have done so much. They definitely missed the mark by a lot. But damn. Yeah. But did. I mean, I right, well, So going back to like our kind of roots, like if you don't know much about the USHL, it's the Midwestern kind of Tier One division, uh, or league, I should say. And I mean, it's been around for a long time now. I mean, Omaha, where you where you've been is, I think one of the like forming or former, like, the original six, almost. Like, they've been in the league for a long time. Lincoln here, it wasn't really a big thing until 1996. I mean, not a big deal the first year we win a Anderson Cup and a Clark Cup. So, you know, not a big deal. But, you know, the USHL has kind of just been the big thing around here. I mean, for us, uh, it's kind of like the WHL, if you're not too familiar with it. I mean, if you are, then you know exactly what we're talking about and, You've probably tried to reach that dream as we did too. I mean, I I, I practiced with the stars a little bit. Uh, the coach let me do that. He's a great guy. He would let me practice and skate with him whenever I could. And it's kind of when I realized like I suck at hockey. Like these these kids are fucking unreal in this league. I mean, it's a little it's it's kind of changed from when we were growing up. Like not as many fights. Which I mean, that's kind of how like everything was back then like you're policing the game but now now it's kind of more like a skill skill game again and if i think you went to a fargo force game this uh couple weeks ago and i went to a stars games so i mean what do you have what you what was your experience there so i i agree with you it did uh so it was a fargo force versus two falls game you know being pretty close to each other you figure you know the rivalry game. It did not feel like a like a rivalry game at all, you know. Uh, 
there weren't any. No one was like really laying the body. No one was trying to punish anyone. Didn't see any any fights, nothing. <clears throat> but like you said, the game's changed, and uh, there aren't those, you know, uh, uh, enforcers going out there and whooping some ass. It's a it's a skill game now. I mean, you still got some big boys out throw the body, um, <clears throat> uh, but it's it's definitely more skill. Uh, yeah, I, I got lucky enough to go to the Lincoln but, Omaha yeah. games. You know that that one was a that's a rivalry right there. But I mean, yeah, you think with uh, that's yeah, you think with Sioux Fall and Fargo. That, I mean, they're it's not as close, but I mean, it's still kind of close enough where you think they'd kind of have a little bit more of a rivalry. Yeah, <clears throat> but I mean, it's still a great game. Uh, they ended up uh, going into overtime that led to a shootout. Uh, it just it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, oh, but uh, I, but I, I, I even uh, think that not only has the game changed, the like, like when I when I was younger, uh, when we were younger, I remember you know sitting there watching the game, you know, then during your intermission, you go run to the to the concession stand real quick, grab a hot dog, you know, and a pop, and you go back down, sit down, but now. It's it's crazy. I I went to you know go grab another beer during intermission. I did a loop around the the rink there, and I saw a bounce house, uh, some PS4s, uh, playing some cello. You know, uh, a rock climbing wall. There's just all these things to do there. But these kids, you know, they just need all all this. Uh, you know, they need something to do. They can't just sit there and watch the game. So I thought that was kind of a like change. That's kind of cool change. though that they're doing that for the young group now. I mean, yeah, like you said, we grew up sitting there and watching. Like you, you weren't running around. You were doing too much. Obviously, back then a lot more people were at the games, which kind of sucks because I would love to see the USHL succeed like it has been doing. I mean, you get those fans back in those barns, and some of them were just rowdy and packed, and it was a lot of fun. Omaha. I just kind of let Lincoln Omaha rivalry back then. I mean, I I couldn't even go to an Omaha game because the fans were so rowdy up there. But I mean, it, it was pretty. It's kind of cool to at least see they're keeping up with the times and at least giving people something to do if they're not interested in it. Which sucks to say because we want everyone to enjoy hockey and have fun at places. But I mean, as long as they're keeping fans happy and parents can go drink a beer and watch a game, then. Yeah, I agree with you there. I do agree. At least, at least you know, uh, it, 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 they're able to bring more people in, you know. So. See, that, yeah, there, <coughs> so there's that kind of a difference nice. there in Lincoln because I went to the Omaha-Lincoln rivalry game. Whew. Let's just say I'm sorry, Jaden, that you're from Omaha because Omaha got smacked. It was brutal. The Stars yeah, killed them. Yeah. It was a great thing to see, <laughs> unless you're an <laughs> Omaha fan. But, you know. <laughs> the stars, yeah, like the stars used to have that arena packed. Like in that ice box, you wouldn't be able to find seats. You, now you go and that you can look around the rink and you see about it's almost kind of like empty seat, empty seat, couple rows, and it's you hate to see it. But I, I do love what the stars are doing this year. I mean, they're they're trying to get more people back in the stands. They're trying to grow another community, which is great to see. But I mean, when you smack Omaha, it's just always the best. And then. I did go to the Stars uh, Tri City game. I think I got on there a uh, little game day breakdown of here's a here's how the games went. You know the 
camera guy was sitting right next to me, asked if I can, he can sit down. I said, yeah, go ahead. Next thing you know, we go, we score two goals or three goals and he leaves. And I was like, if the, if Tracy starts scoring, you better come back next thing you know, he's back sitting down and I, I'm, I'm around a bunch of the goals, you know, hopefully we, we can share that on the Instagram and Facebook, hopefully, and get that on YouTube and showing that out there. But I mean, that Omaha Lincoln rival, that just used to be, oh, you used to saw goalie fights, fights, line brawls, everything. Oh yeah, you see uh, teeth flying through, flying through there uh, when you go watch a Lincoln Stars uh, Omaha Omaha Lancers game. Uh, even uh, in the ice box, like you're talking, I mean, I remember uh, if uh, as a kid, you know, if you're you're walking through there, you're grabbing your parent by like the back of yeah. and you're holding on for dear life because you know it's just packed in, and if you let go, you, you're good luck finding yeah, your mom or dad. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, it's like uh, when the the street lights come on, you know. Once the game's over, <laughs> oh, I'll meet I, you right here. I think the, the best part about them back in that <laughs> day is you could grab a bottle cap and play hockey in between the stairs. I think me and my buddies always did that. I think we made my brother the goalie just so we could all score on him. And you'd just be shooting a like bottle cap with like your mini <laughs> stick or your hand just on the ice or a foot. Like back then, you were you were just wanting to be around hockey. And I yeah. think that's kind of cool to see. I mean, some kids are still doing that, but like you said, some are just kind of now. They they're going to see some of the PS4s, the rock climbing walls, and doing all that. But hey, they're going to hockey at least. We're getting them there. But talk, talking about rinks, I mean, you got Lincoln with the ice box. I mean, it, it's a barn, but you gotta love the barn. It, it's so cool to be in there with the light show and everything, and just kind of the atmosphere around Lincoln Stars. But talking about a team that needed a rink. I mean, the Des Moines Buccaneers, like, their old barn was, you were sitting on wooded seats, I'm pretty sure, and just, like, you'd flick a puck up, and we were, I remember playing on that ice, you'd flick the puck up, next thing you know, you're hitting the scoreboard. It, like, you'd always laugh when someone would do it in a game, because you're just, it was so low. But now they're just getting this $58 million rink, and talk about a good payday for the Des Moines Buccaneers. I mean, I'm, I'm extremely happy for them being able to move out of that old rink now to something brand new for him. Yeah, it was, it was about time, you know. Like you said, the, that rink was getting – no no fan wants to go to a game uh, and get splinters, you know. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, the ice was awful to play on. Uh, you, you throw the puck up and you're either hitting the scoreboard mm-hmm. or you're losing it in the stands, you know. Couldn't see nothing there, uh, but uh, the, the Bucks very deserving of uh, of that new uh, ring. I mean, that's I'm excited for him. Might have to make, oh, a, trip, yeah. well, make a trip to go. I, uh, I think we might have to do that. Make there. a little trip to go to some uh, USHL games. I mean, if uh, you know some USHL uh, teams out there listening right now, I mean, hey, we'll we'll interview some players, get them on a podcast. Just, you just give us a little uh, tickets, and uh, we'll be right there. Maybe beer pass, you know, just for one. But then we'll we'll interview some players. Hopefully, I mean, we got some down the line. We're going to try to reach out to a few in the USHL, try to get them on the podcast, see what we can do there. We do got a good lineup, though. So this is going to be fun, I think, for our interviews a little down the line. But speaking of teams, there's one team I'm not too sure about, uh, USNDP. I mean, 
are, do they hurt or help the league in your opinion? Because in mine, like I, I see it both ways. I mean, you're playing year round when the in the USHL, but I don't see them much like after when it comes to World Juniors and their small like when they go across the world to play, which is amazing for the game. Don't get me wrong, in the USHL you take some players with you, but could they be more like a summer program for the USHL, or do you think like for the USHL it helps or hurts? Uh, to me, I, I like the the USNTDP. Uh, I think that it, I don't know if so much helps uh, uh, the USHL, but uh, I think it does help the players. Uh, I think it's a good way to like develop these younger players that have the talent to play at that that high level, but they just need the experience, uh, experience you know, facing that kind of caliber of competition. Um, I didn't really know like what it, what the uh, USNTDP was uh, before we kind of started talking about it. So I did some some more googling, and uh, <clears throat> I found out that like uh, they they uh, out of the fifty seven NHL draft picks from the USHL this year uh, are in the twenty twenty two. They had twenty three of them. So, so I mean, I I, I think it, it's good. You know, I think there's some some positives out of it. <clears throat> Plus, I think they go and I think they go and play uh, mm-hmm. like D one teams, some some college teams. You know, uh, this year uh, <clears throat> I was talking to my little brother, and he said uh, that the, they were undefeated. Uh, cool, not a big deal D1 then. D one teams and uh, go. Yeah, not a big deal, but uh, I guess Bethel. No. These three teams took them out. They're not. They're not humbled them a little bit. They're they're, they're getting a little too ahead of themselves. The next thing you know, just boom. Yeah. Oh, damn, we lost. No, I, I kind of agree with you though. Like, I think it's good for the league. <laughs> I I just kind of see it as I guess both ways because you're taking some players away from teams. Like, hey, like we want to draft him or something like that, and he's going to go to the USNDP right away. Like you're the you're on the national development program. Like, obviously that's always going to be the big thing like you're playing for usa i mean you're playing for that usa right on the right on the front of the jersey which is always great to see but then i see it as good things too because you you keep kids in the league like they don't run and go play somewhere else like you're keeping the kids here in the ushl so i mean they're i I see it kind of both ways i like i I respect the nd ntdp like they've done great things for the ushl don't get me wrong but I kind of would like to see some of these kids, like how would they do on like the Lancers or the Stars or the Steel or the Musketeers? Because kind of it, it kind of hurts and helps. But I mean, when when you're traveling and producing players, I mean, I mean you can't talk bad about them. They're they're definitely doing what they're supposed to do. Oh yeah, and I mean, I, I like you said, they keep them here. Like uh, uh, these kids go and play in the the, the WHL. They can't go play uh, no nope. college after that, can they? Mm-hmm. They're making they're making money, so it's uh <clears throat> yeah, like it's just another perk of it, being able to keep the kids here. Uh, they they push uh, uh, college hockey, you know, going to play college hockey, pretty big yeah, here. Uh, I think I think we're gonna try to get one uh, former uh, USNDP player on here. We can't can't name quote him yet we gotta we gotta try to get him on i think we're gonna we reached out 
We're going to see if we can get a message back, see if we can get them on the podcast and learn a little bit more about USNDP because, I mean, uh, here in Lincoln and Omaha, I mean, Omaha and Lincoln and the Stars really don't play against them because they're in that other conference or other division. And then, so, I mean, we don't really get the exposure like a lot of the other teams do where they learn more about them, see them on the regular. And so, I mean, kind of like in the Midwest, or I guess right in Nebraska, we don't get to see them as much. So, there's always that kind of question, like, what are they about? Who are they? What have they done for the USHL? But, I mean, yeah. I mean, who are these why do you get to wear the USA uh, jersey and I don't? But, no, I, I, I've heard <laughs> some good things and great things about USNDP. So, I mean, we're, we're not trying to talk down about that or talk anything about it. We just There's always just some questions, like, if, if they do help or hurt. But, I mean, I think we're both in agreement that they do help and – we we didn't really discuss much of that until like we kind of were talking like you said and uh, I mean we we were like well, let's get into some details about it on the podcast I mean you can never go wrong there but I mean but speaking of junior hockey I mean does if a league has too many teams do you think that hurts or helps you know I think that uh, uh I'm stuck here I think that uh, like uh, uh in some of these like two or three leagues, uh, with all the with all the teams, I think that the play kind of starts to get watered down a little bit, you know. Um, but at the same time, I think that it like it's more exposure for those kids, you know, to move on, you know. Uh, uh, all right, it gives them a little more time to develop, you know, to get better. You might not be the best player on your high school team but you know you go on to play a little bit of juniors and you know you develop a little more you learn a little more from uh, another coach <clears throat> other people and um uh you are able to move oh, yeah. you know continue to move on so i do yeah i, I, I see that, where you're going i mean but i do think that it, it yeah, that that's always kind of like the topic is of does it water down or do you actually have the consistent play where it's not a, it's not affecting anything, and it's just now continuing the game of hockey, like you said. If we're spreading it and it's becoming a bigger thing, and in, in a smaller town or a area where you don't think hockey's a big thing there, and I mean that always helps. I mean, you think of what the Lincoln Stars did for Lincoln. I mean that literally started the our hockey program. Where now we get a guy like Rucker McGroarty, uh, shout out to a Lincoln boy, uh, making it and getting drafted to the NHL by Winnipeg Jets. So I mean. I, I see where you're going there because it can always it can always help a community and and a player. I mean, speaking of like leagues, you get the tier three, you get the USPHL, you get the NA three and the East EHL. I mean, USPHL has definitely been on the map. They got 75 teams around there. The NA three, your your league a little bit. They got that 34 and the EHL with uh, 19. So I mean, I see some teams where it does maybe hurt just the uh, style of play, but I mean. If you're spreading that game, I think we're all in agreement that we love it. I mean, I, I've coached in the USPHL, and I can't say n- enough good things about the league. I mean, uh, just some of the showcases they do, the teams I've played against or coached against, like it's definitely a great league. Obviously, you get some watered-down effects. Like There's some teams that just maybe aren't winning as much as you'd think, but I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I've watched some top teams get beat by the lower teams. So there's always that consistency of there's some good hockey there at least. Yeah, and I mean, you know, 
we're trying to spread hockey uh, all over as much as we possibly can. It's a great sport. Uh, you know, gotta love it. <clears throat> Teaches you a lot of things. Um, I mean, speaking of the USPHL, we are going to drop the ten funniest logos here. We got we got some funny ones we think that are going to be on a post here recent or coming up. We got ten funniest logos from the USPHL. They got some good ones. It's kind of funny. There are some goofy logos. I remember you sending something. Kind of got to shake your head. I like, know. Who, there, who, there's who some good ones, and it's, uh, we, we're excited to share them. But, I mean, the USPHL, I mean, you played a little bit. You were on the Dells Ducks. Uh, fuck you for winning a national championship. Uh, I did play again for your uh, rivals in the River Kings and Wisconsin Rapids, and I coached for them a little bit. Uh, but, I mean, I, I think it's an overall great league. I, I, I got nothing but respect for the teams out there and the some of the coaches and what they've done for communities, like you said. I mean, growing hockey. I mean, in, in especially out west where there's now teams joining that uh, more uh, a lot of more Midwestern and East uh, East Coast teams, but that out west is definitely adding on to that league. And I think you're getting some great hockey and great players coming from those teams. So we'll be excited to see maybe if some other teams can build or I mean I hate to say, hate to say it because I did see uh, one of the teams get uh, have to fold due to not enough players so you always hate to see that so that that's kind of like that trickling down effect that you said where maybe you don't get the best guys and some guys just aren't it but i mean i really hope to see a lot of teams get better and produce in that league but i mean speaking of na3 that was more your uh territory there you were the na3 guy from what i remember yeah uh and I mean, like the USHL, the NA3 is also another good, good league. You know, there's a, a lot of good teams in it, and they they do move a lot of uh, kids on. Uh, I had a lot of fun playing in it. Uh, you know, we did the, went to the showcase and um, <laughs> got got whooped on by some some pretty solid teams and, and we weren't a bad team by any means actually uh, uh, they're just there's yeah, a yeah. lot of good players uh, <clears throat> and so uh, yeah, yeah, Tope- what was experience. the Topeka team the Topeka Capitals or no they had the yeah they had the Topeka Capitals and then they had the Null team the yeah. NHL team that yeah, was funny I remember going running. down to watch you play because I was trying to figure out where yeah. I wanted to play and if I could play and I went and met uh, your coach after the game and talk to you after and the next thing I know I'm walking out and here comes all the NA fans and it's just like okay so the NA team definitely has their fan base there which is great to see yeah, yeah I think <clears throat> yeah there was so much uh, empty uh, space there uh, they're actually uh... at least at least for your game <laughs> yeah the Expo Center playing in the Expo Center uh, the Expo Center probably held uh, uh, 20,000, 30,000 people. It was huge. Uh, almost equivalent to like the the, uh, the CenturyLink or, or what do they call it now? The oh, CHI yep. Center um, uh, in Nebraska. But uh, uh, it was huge. Uh, but um, we had we had a couple games where we uh, were, I wouldn't say we packed it by any means. But 
it, it didn't look like dressed like a seat <laughs> night. Uh, at least there for a go. couple of games. I know. I remember going down there for Topeka <clears throat> Scarecrow's game but, back uh, when they were in the USHL. Oh yeah, how was how was that? I I oh, I've heard it, stories it was about packed. the Scarecrows. I think that's what really started the whole. Yeah, definitely. It was packed down there. I think the mascot scared me for a while when I was a kid, but you know, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> but I, I, uh, and so uh, I think they're uh, starting a, a USHL team here by uh, like parents' uh, city here in uh, Elk River. Uh, uh, the, the oh yeah, USPHL. Yeah, they got the Avs jersey. I've seen them. I like it. They're bringing back the Yeti. I saw that. Yeah. Except, except their mascot is an actual Sasquatch. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I, I've never seen him take the head off, so I'm not too sure yet. But talk, I, I've heard it's got some nightmare fuel by <laughs> how real it looks. She, I mean, you, see Kraken. You could have done that. You could have got an actual Kraken. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was just, yeah, <clears throat> but uh, uh, I'm I'm excited to see how they do. It'll be uh, it'll be kind of cool seeing uh, that team kind of build I, up. I've heard they're doing uh, pretty good. I think the last time I saw here. they were on a little bit of a winning streak. I I don't think they've lost yet, you know. But they will lose to the River Kings. I'm just saying. I mean, I I know it's a new. Hey, I I got oh, I got to shout out the River Kings, you know, yeah. and especially in the USPHL. That that. Is that Central and Midwest Division or Midwest West Division? Whew, it, it's a tough one to play, and you definitely it's some gritty games where we've had some line brawls and fights. I mean, talk about like Omaha Lincoln rivalries. That's like that's big up there because we got. I'm pretty sure I've seen. I think it was Hudson Havoc and uh, the Minnesota Blue Ox have a line brawl. It it's old school hockey up there. Oh yeah, it's a uh, it's good hockey, but put your put oh, the yeah. hair on your chest kind of hockey, you know. Mm-hmm. Makes a but yeah, no, the boys I think the we we're gonna try to get some USPHL kids on here, learn a bit, a little bit more about some teams out uh, west, out east. I mean, we stayed a little bit closer to home in the Midwest there, so I mean, it, I think it'll be good to learn more, and hopefully, we're gonna try to reach out to someone on USPHL, get them on the podcast, learn more about just someone the background stuff the USPHL is trying to do, especially with the NA3, we're going to try to do the same in the EHL, you know. We want to try to get exposure to some of the junior tier three kids that, I mean, we've played it. We we loved it. We're going to try to do our part on just getting that Midwest feeling out there for some of these teams where you don't get to hear a lot about them and then hopefully move out West and out East and get some good exposure in those tier three leagues and then, I mean, we got to get the Null on here, too. I mean, we're not big Null guys. Uh, unfortunately, we weren't good enough to play there. But, you know, I've heard great things about the Null. I mean, the Viet Null. Uh, talk about old-school hockey for some of these teams. I got, I'm got. i pretty sure we got a, a buddy of mine going to come on the podcast who played in the Viet Null. And definitely, he's a guy you don't want to piss off. He had some big fights. So it'll be fun to hear some stories from there and, He's actually now the strength and conditioning coach for the Chicago Steel, so not a big deal there. But oh man, it'll yeah, I'm I'm excited. Uh, uh, you know, talk to some uh, talk to some of these guys on here. Yeah, definitely get hockey out there as much as we can. I mean, that's kind of why we wanted to do this podcast. I mean, 
we watch spit and chicklets and hear them all day i mean hopefully we can get to as big as them and i mean that's the goal but then then we can do some uh golf outings for us and just go have fun but okay i i know we kind of talked about this <laughs> just a couple of days ago i, I kind of have a controversial topic in beer league i like I, I don't know much about being a goalie but i i don't are goalies having fun in games where you're giving up uh too many goals where it's 12 to 10 or do they have it a little bit more fun when it's staying competitive because i mean I think I was in a game uh, a couple days ago where it was actually 12-10, now that I say that. But, I mean, I had seven goals, not a big deal. Beer League All-Star. I, I got my mini uh, MVP trophy and a cookie. But, uh, I mean, I, I just don't know if goalies have fun where they're giving up many goals or staying competitive. I mean, I I think you'd have more fun staying competitive as a goalie. I mean, I like a high-scoring game. I score goals, but... For goalies, I don't know. What, what do you think? I mean, we're gonna we're definitely gonna have to get someone from beer league to pitch in a good story for some goalies. But in my opinion, it's staying competitive is the fun part. Oh man, if you're if if the if the if the, the scoreboard's showing twelve to ten, I mean, how many how many shots is that? Oh, goalie I wasn't blocking any. I'm, I'm not throwing in, that. You know. You yeah, know, I'm not blocking any shots anymore. Everything. Yeah. Oh, God, no, I'm not blocking shots. I'm back checking. You, you won't see me do either of those two things. But, I mean, you know, as a, as a goalie, uh, uh, I mean, uh, playing hockey is fun. But, yeah, uh, I mean, when you, when you got that many goals, you're either letting in a shit ton or, or you're seeing, you know, Fifty shots and uh, and you're and you're stopping. Right. You know, we might have to reach out, reach out to some know. goalies here and have them send their voices but, in. Because uh, I mean, I, I mean, so I think we're in agreement, right? Staying competitive is more fun, at least for goalies. Because if I if I can't score on a goalie, yeah, I'm gonna get pissed. I, I would agree. I, think I mean, so. so for at least the goalies aspect, I would think like staying competitive. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely uh, want to, I don't know, it might sound like a, the bad guy here, but you don't want to, you know, go playing out, outside of your... Uh, yeah, you, you uh, want someone to have fun. You don't want to see know? someone get shit on. Not absolutely. <laughs> Every shot just going in, and you're like, oh, crap. I mean, shoot yeah. from the blue line, and it goes in. You, you hate to see it. Yeah, and of course, you... Yeah. And if you're that goalie, you 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 know sure that you're gonna get that uh, guy on your team that you know goes a little bit too hard. And, nah, uh, I, I I didn't rip anyone. I was just going yeah. too hard. Yeah, but I know. It, it's just I mean, obviously, we're all here to have a good time in the league. We're here to drink and have fun. That so we want to see everyone have fun. So if you're listening near a goalie, chime in. Send us an email. Send us a DM on anything and give us your opinions. I mean, we'll we'll add it into the next podcast and try to get everyone's perspective but i mean in our mind like if you're having fun then go for it and if you're giving up goals or staying competitive i it was just a little topic for us because we're we're not goalies i mean we might as we might have had too many head injuries like some goalies but you know i don't know i i like staying competitive in games and if a goalie's a good i think it's always a little bit more fun for us to try again i mean if you're putting up seven goals like uh, me then you're obviously having fun drinking a beer 
But I, I don't know. When I get that goalie that I can't score on, I think I, I get a little bit pissed, but then it kind of kind of brings me back down, and I, I'm like, okay, yeah, I suck at hockey again. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to go grab a beer. Yeah, I, you know, I I kind of like it. I, it's like it brings up the competitive mm-hmm. nature. Now I get to try, hey, we'll try hard. It's you know? okay. We'll, we'll take our medals and cookies with pride. I still haven't found the switch where I can dim it. I don't have the dimmer. I got the on-off still from just playing, and I haven't been able to find it. Even coaching, it was on-off, on-off. You, either you're off from the, away from the rink and you're having fun, or you're on and you're going balls to the wall coaching and playing. So, I mean, you, you got to show some of your players up sometimes. I mean, shout-out to some of the kids that I was uh, coaching in the USPHL. I think I made a goalie. A goalie was betting that I couldn't score on him, and I just absolutely undressed him, and his jock's still in the rafters in the Wisconsin Rapids ice rink. So, I mean, you always got to have fun with it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure they'll be listening because I already sent him some links of here, here's the podcast. So, if the, they'll know and they'll chime in going road or fuck <laughs> off. So, hopefully we'll get some kids on here that can uh, tell some funny stories and they'll probably – Hopefully not embarrass me too much because I think we got a couple lined up where they want to come on. So a little worried about that. <laughs> I know oh, it might boy, be a roast road episode, yeah. which I don't know if I like too much. We might not post it. Might just keep that in the back burner. <laughs> Put that in the draft <laughs> and let it sit there a while. Oh. But yeah. all right. Well, we... Oh. <clears throat> No, but uh, it'll be it'll be fun getting. Oh yeah, you got to get the tier three NA NA three guys. They're USPHL guys. I want to get some EHL guys. I don't know too much about that league. I mean, I was doing a little bit of research, and I mean, they're definitely a good league as well. But it would be kind of fun to get some of them on and hear how that league is, and maybe some of the other tier uh, two leagues here. But it should be some fun. We got some good interviews coming up. But. We definitely want to thank everyone for listening to this far. And if you listened all the way in, then we'll give you a huge shout out towards the uh, Instagram or anything like that. Uh, send us your stories, though. I mean, we got to get some everyone's perspective on here. It's not just going to be us two talking. Hopefully, sometimes we want to share some beer league stories. Hell yeah, send us some, some good uh, beer league stories, maybe some uh, beer league J's too. I've uh, <clears throat> been seeing on social media some pretty sweet uh, beer league jerseys. So, uh, feel free to send Oh, yeah, we, we, we definitely want to give you a shout We're going to try to keep wearing jerseys as much as we can for some interviews and episodes. So if you want to send in some jerseys, I mean, we'll be rocking them and giving you a shout out. Uh, we definitely want to try to build this podcast as much as we can. So who knows? We might get a little uh, studio area and maybe hang some jerseys up so if you send them in they'll be put up somewhere hopefully we can just get as big as we can with this podcast and get there someday but you know we just want to thank everyone for listening though yeah, I have thank you fellas friends <laughs>